0: Welcome to uh, episode two of uh, the PNC podcast, Philosopher and the Comedian. I am Mason Dosi. Hold on, wait. What's a podcast? Did I say podcast? I think so. Well, it's a podcast. Um, it's a production cast sure. that we're doing, uh, you and I. My name is Mason Dosi, and I am uh, the artist formerly known as Mason Dosi. And my name is Adam Romano, and I am Adam Romano. Still Adam Romano. Perfect. Um, we kind of got cut short because of my rant last time, and I'm sorry, it will continue to happen. I won't really apologize for it. It's a half apology, but uh, it it's a thing. Um, introduction of who we are. I'm a guy, I'm into comedy. I'm trying to break out into uh, the comedic world in uh, Mojave County. I've done nothing. Where? Where? Mojave County. Where is that? It is in the middle of fucking nowhere, Arizona. The desert, Arizona. It's, okay, uh, gotcha. Devil's Taint, Arizona. Um, <laughs> So it's hot. It's hot. Here. Yeah, it's hot here. Uh, it's lot. still hot here. I mean, it was in the 90s all week this week. and other places, it's negative Still degrees. hot here in October. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adam here is a, a guy who likes art, also known as an artist. Sure. I I, <laughs>
1: I make art all the time. I'm an artist. Okay. I actually own a tattoo studio here in Mojave County, Lake Havasu City. And, okay uh, that's what I do Hey, enough I the free advertising uh,
0: <laughs> <art>. <laughs> I mean he made that art he made this art he's sure. made some of this art um, everything you see here was made by local people except the thumb which was brought to you by local people so our art
1: situation that you're gonna see behind us is gonna change a lot and we're gonna bring in items to
0: discuss and show and tell throughout the season So we're going to continue the uh, introduction part of it. So it's a two-part introduction, and then next week we're going to start some real real talk. So uh, would you like to start, or am I going off the questions? Whatever you like, my friend. All right. First question for you, then. Do you prefer pooping shirt on or shirt off? I wear my shirt, usually. You wear your shirt. Is that a political stance? Next question, please. Well, a follow-up question. How about socks? I wear them. Okay, well, you're a monster. I'm gonna go ahead and piggyback off that. If I'm having a good one, you know, I've, I've had a full meal, I'm gonna pop my shirt off every time. Nothing feels better. And if it's a warm day, summer, summer going, I'm gonna take my socks off. I'm gonna night, nothing feels better than kicking your socks off and popping a squat and, you know, letting the kids play in the pool. You know what I'm saying? Next question What is the best period of time since you were born? Three to five years period and why
1: oh i don't i don't know i don't know it's hard to say that my childhood was great i think of um really good times when i was young um i grew up in a lot of different places i grew up in chicago in the winter i'm sorry in the summertime and in the winter i lived in key largo florida um so that time where i lived in key largo florida was great i remember beach i remember the ocean i remember catching animals like in buckets like i caught a seahorse in a bucket a seahorse yeah like right
0: off of our i don't even know that i've ever seen a seahorse it's <laughs>
1: crazy you know you could see them in las
0: vegas it's
1: not las very vegas far from is where very we well are very well known for their seahorses and they everybody. are well yeah, known very for sea well horses. known for their seahorses no but las i
0: horses. strippers and seahorses that's the <laughs> whole reason to go to las vegas nevada
1: i would i can remember i caught a seahorse in a bucket like one of my earliest memories because we lived on this bay. So we lived in this trailer park. And there was Makes a sense. water. <laughs> there was a, the bay. And my dad built this dock. So we had a dock into the bay with a boat that would be parked right at the dock. You could just wake up and go out on the boat, you know. Okay. Or just as a kid, wake up and jump off the dock and find these little barnacles or a plethora of sea life, little um, seahorses. So I saw a seahorse and I... Picked it up in a bucket, and um, I got to see it give birth, and I learned that it's wow. um, a male seahorse that gives birth, right? Um, manatees, you ever heard of what that is? It's like a giant cow. Yeah, under I've been, the water, I've been to Sea World, man. I know it, man. Oh yeah, so you've seen, <laughs> you you uh, you've seen you've seen these things before, right? Yeah, of course. So they're really cool, and they're scratched up all through their back because they would come up into um, like up to the docks. And you would see these old manatees all oh, scratch each other up. They, no, they don't do it. The boats out there would do it. So they had all propeller marks Oh, on I the thought it was like a dominance back. thing. No, like no, they, no, they are us. calm, bro. They are calm animals. They just eat grass. They're just totally cows. They don't. They don't aggressive towards. They don't even have things that can make violence. They have flapper paddles. Like they don't. I, mean, I don't even think they have like their teeth are like flat. Would you <laughs> fight one though? Would you fight one? It would. I would ride one. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't fight
0: one. No. Yeah. I mean, you say I can't make sweet. violence, but it will. It would probably hurt you. Um, I think you misunderstood the question. Sure. <laughs> I didn't mean the best period of your life. Sure. I meant the best period of time, socioeconomically, trends wise, like the coolest time to be alive since you've been alive, and why. So, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay. So, for me, sure, mine is like. A, I would say. I was born tail end of the 80s, but I fucking love the 80s. I just centered myself. I can love the 80s. They're so good. Um, so I would say literally growing up, uh, I wish that I was alive more in the 80s. So I will pick... Like nineteen eighty eight to nineteen ninety two, like that that four year but time you period.
1: You technically don't really necessarily remember. Oh, I don't remember of any time, of it. I don't remember sure. any of it, but I remember the well, trends you technically you were alive. I remember the trends that my
0: mother passed on to us. Uh, you know, my, my parents were, were big eighties kids because, you know, they graduated, had kids and everything in the eighties. So my mom used to have that poof, you know what I mean? That eighties oh, yeah. poof. So like the, the the fashion style in the eighties was just legit. Like, all the fashion trends of the 80s and 90s were so much better. Like, you look at what (laughs) kids are wearing now, and it's very scantily clad. Kids back then would cover themselves up. They'd be wearing highlighter colors, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't give a shit. They were just all about being as vibrant and in the attention as possible. Now, to get attention, young girls feel like they have to wear less. And I feel like that, as a dad of two girls, I don't like that. So... (laughs) I would much rather my kids have been around sure. for that. That's trend. a little more of an you know, innocent time. Scrunchies it, on say. the wrist, Lisa Frank bags, you know, like uh, the the whole thing. The highlighter tights, you know, wear tights for sure. Lisa Frank was the '90s, though. It, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, like 1992, okay. yeah. like Saved late, by the Bell as well late is '80s, early '90s. You know, like the movies were better, the music was better, dude. Tail end of the '80s, early '90s, the birth of grunge in the early '90s was just amazing. Like, you like grunge music? I, I like all music, but it didn't exist until 1991. That was the birth of grunge. That was the birth of grunge. So, for me, that's my favorite period in time: 1988 to 1992. Phenomenal time period. Um, okay, I, I think I understand your question. Yeah, so just so, what's my favorite like time period? Like, yeah, I wish through? I could be an adult in that time. You know what I mean? I wish I could raise oh, okay. my kids in that time. Sure. Instead, they get TikTok. And now? I mean, I don't know.
1: It's hard for me to answer that You like that now? Question. You like now? I is like that always your the next thing, man. Yeah. You, I love now. Yeah, now, now is great. Now is fine. There's I nice guess. music. But what's good about now is all the music that we have, we can still listen to the music that we still be have around. So yeah. I don't we really... St- we, now we, still we still have Tupac. We still have NWA. I mean, I mean it, we don't have them, but they're kind of gone.
0: Medium. The music. I mean, well, they're making movies about these guys recently, and they've been dead for years. So, I mean... I, I guess I understand what you're saying, but I hate now. I hate now. Now is my least favorite time to be alive. I feel like I feel like I would rather be alive organ Trail times than, okay. than right now. That would be good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would rather I'd rather get dysentery and die on my way somewhere than uh, than the the shit that's going on in our country right now. <laughs> um, so, are we ready for that? We're, you're done. Good. Next I, question. Perfect. If you would like. Yep. I do like. All right. Very much so. Uh, Most inspirational life event that molded you as a person, or events. It can be multiple. What made you who you are? Why are you the way that you are?
1: I wish I could tell you. My whole life has been experiences, so I don't know, man. When you grow up, that's got to be what makes you set off this chain of events to be who you're going to be it's got to yeah, be you know for sure. so those first 10 years got to be the most important so i grew up like i said earlier in chicago and in key largo florida with these like fishes and animals and stuff but also in the carnival business so i'm seeing every week rides get put up people come have fun noise and then sunday night all the rides and games get broken down, Tear it down. and we drive somewhere yeah. else that's got to be what has made me who I am today. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I don't know what that has made me. But having an experience like that turned me into a different kind of person that thinks things. So like, by the time I was in high school, some people might want to have a family, have a house, have all these goals. My goals were all experience-based. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have wants of things that were
0: physical. Right, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I was the exact opposite. I mean, we, we, it, for those that don't know, I, I've been knowing Adam since fourth grade. We've been really close in sixth grade. So, I mean, we've been, we've been best friends for, like, 20 years, known each other for 20 and some change. I was that guy in high school that was like, Will you marry me? <laughs> every every girl. Yeah, they're no, straight up. I mean, Christy, my, my wife currently, I, I mean, I, I said to you in high school, I'm gonna marry that girl one day. And everybody's like, you're down. And I was like, no, I'm gonna do it. Everybody's like, you're down. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. And it took a while. I mean, we dated other people, we moved on, we stayed friends. But I did it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I mean, if I put my mind to something persistent, I'm gonna fucking do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I'm that type of guy. Uh, for me, I, I was very different. And man, uh, so for me, the answer to that question most inspirational life events that molded me as a person, I, I think growing up with the parents I had, it was, it, was, it was rough. I'm not saying it was easy, but it was, it was uh, I'm not talking ill on my parents at all. I think that they did the absolute best they can, but they had me very young. You know, my mom had me, I think she had just turned 18. She was pregnant with me senior year. Oh, yeah. So I had parents that were younger and understood. You know what I mean? So the, the same thing I'm doing with my kids, I had my kids very young. It makes you young enough to understand the types of shit that they're going through and a little bit more tech savvy in the new, you know what I mean? You're, you're evolving with them as far as technology is concerned and all these things. Um, but I think the thing's a big, uh, I, I, the life events, so I was a drug addict. That changed me in a lot of ways. Getting off of drugs changed me in a lot of ways. I would not be who I am today if I didn't do those things. Yeah, If I wasn't an addict for a very long time, pushed a lot of people away. Luckily, not you, not Christy, not my family. You know, there were times where it was a little bit more hard and a little bit more distant. But I lost a lot of people along the way. But those people, looking back, they were fake. You know, like I, I was in a bad way. The people who didn't want to have a conversation with me and help me in it. It helped me grow as a person and realize the people and the things that are most important to me. Um, Losing friends, you know, uh, Barry, Dylan, it's been, uh, I don't know if you knew this, two days ago, it was ten years. Ten years since Dylan passed. I I know I shouldn't, it's it's a weird thing to bring up, but it has been ten years uh, this weekend since our buddy Dylan Reed passed. Rest in peace. Uh, I've seen a lot of posts from friends and family of his uh, this week, and uh, I couldn't have this podcast without mentioning it, so I wanted to. Mention it, you know, uh, he was a good dude. So I'm well, here, let me I'm, rephrase. He was a good dude, did terrible things all the time. <laughs> a total fucking asshole. Let me, Anybody who wants to romanticize the other facts about <laughs> it, is, he was still a shitty person, but he was also an amazing human being. Let me see if I can, um, the things that seem to have shaped you more. Um, Fucked up shit. Deal with tragedy. Yeah, no, you know? 100%. Tragedy sure. and how, how I've had to deal with it. You know. Sure. I, through every tragedy in my life, I've been a better person. Afterwards? The, uh, afterwards. You yeah. know, I, the people I've lost, I've been a better person than when they were in my life. Sure. The, the, the addictions I've had to overcome and the experiences I experienced within them have made me a better person. I haven't taken a prescription pill in phew, 13 years. Yeah. I've been prescribed them six times since then for various <laughs> things. I've gone to the doctor. They're like, here's some pills. I'm like, I'm not going to take it. They're like, you should take it. I'm like, I'm not going to take it. I don't take it. I just deal with the pain, deal with the shit until eventually I get through it. Sure. Um, I think that's a big thing. If, if for anybody who's listening, if you're, if you're an addict and you're struggling, struggle. Every day, struggle. You'll never stop struggling. I'm 32 years old. I've been clean now for 12 years. I still struggle. Struggle and keep struggling and don't stop struggling and just get through the shit, okay? <laughs> um, next question. I'm sorry, ranting. Uh, what most draws you? We're both men who have significant others. I think we've both found really good life partners who compliment us and, and make us kind of who we are in adulthood so as a friend i've just always been curious we've talked a lot uh what most draws you to your other half like what things are you most drawn to about them and what, what makes you think that they're like that's the one that's it yeah that's 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 mommy right there obviously you know
1: my my wife to be is gorgeous she's I out of your league for fucking she, sure <laughs> so i'm just happy all the time yeah definitely yeah. out of your league she's funny she's you know independent she's yeah. smart she works hard yeah. She, you know, doesn't easily trust somebody. You know, like somebody new to her life. But she trusts you. I I've been in. You, her life You've for made a long yourself time. trustworthy. That's you know, a good so thing. you have to prove yourself to people. I think Definitely. in life. Definitely. Um, and so it kind of worries me sometimes, just on a friend relationship. If I meet someone that lets me in all the way, you know, you gotta. I think you have to have a, a bit of a guard up when you bring new people into your life.
0: Um, ah, I'm not th- that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy. Um, I'm like, just
1: in even every relationship, there's got to be a boundary or you know some sort of thing that we we know where we stand on situations. Um, and I feel like that with all my relationships that I bring anybody into my life. Sure, I sure. usually keep people at quite a distance because I've had such a chaotic life. And I've met so many people that, um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with when someone comes into my life. I can be like. I know where you stand in relation to my life, and that's cool. We can respect each other just based on that. And it doesn't have to be something where every time we talk, we have to have a tr- giant conversation. You know, sometimes I understand that if I'm dealing with, you know, X person, I can speak my mind one way. Right. If I'm dealing with another person. I maybe don't have to put myself all the way out to that person. You know, I, sure. I stay pretty um, composed, I guess you could say. I'm not sure. I, introvert is definitely a yeah, word that yeah. would describe me,
0: you know. So but it, also
1: a, an extroverted introvert, I guess, because I love to talk to people
0: too. So, But I still kind of keep myself back. It is so crazy how different you and I are and how long we've been friends because that that's essentially the whole premise of this podcast is people with different mindsets, different points of view, being able to talk, being able to go along. We are a prime example of that because I'm not that guy. No. like I'm, I'm like somebody's like, hey, man, how are you? And I'm like... We're best friends. Like, hey, you want to borrow my car? <laughs> yeah, straight up. Here's the keys to my car, whatever. I, I let people at work drive my car, like, who, who I just hired, you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, I don't feel like going and doing this. Will you give me some coffee? Here's, here's the keys to my van. I'm not going to make you take your car because I might have to pay you mileage because I'm cheap as shit. So just take my car. If you wreck it, whatever. Don't, though, please. Uh, like, I'm very trusting. I'm very, I, I remember I was going through some shit in my life, and a guy at a gas station once asked me, hey, man, how's it going? And I spent the next forty-five minutes telling him exactly how it was going. Forty-five minutes at a gas station telling this guy about how my life is falling apart, my company's closing, I've spent twelve years invested in this shit, and it's not going anywhere. And I'm gonna start from square one. I gotta move back in with my mommy and daddy. I got two kids. It was a whole thing. Like I am, I am an open book, dude. Like if you meet me, and I feel like I'm, I'm a decent judge of character. I mean, I've been wrong before, but I'll give everybody the benefit of the doubt until you burn me. And if if you burn me but we have some history, I'll give you another benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? But from, from square one, it's like it, if I, say, I can judge you, like if, if I think you're cool, if we get along, that, that's how I staff my stores. I mean, my, the store I work for is fully staffed of people I just trust. Now to my answer to this question, sure. what, what draws me to my other half, um, she makes me a better person each and every day. We have our differences. We're very different. She's actually a lot more like you. You know, she's introverted. She doesn't like groups of people. She's very hard to give, to let the walls down and let people in. You know, she's very, uh, res- uh, what's the word, uh, hesitant to, to do that. But uh, we've known each other a long time. I mean, it was we were best friends first. You know, best friends first, lovers, yeah. lovers later. I think um, to build a strong relationship, you have to be friends. Oh, we I were friends that's for forever. Very, I mean, very important. She had a kid with somebody else I'd go over for movie night once a week. I I hung out with that dude, too, even though I didn't like him, just because it meant being part of her life. I had to accept that she was doing that, and uh, I'd be like, yeah, I'll go see The Hulk with you, buddy. (laughs) We'll go watch a movie together, whatever. You just be whatever that woman wants you to be. If you really love a woman and you're listening, be whatever she needs you to be. If she needs you to be a friend, back off. Be a friend. It'll work out for you one day she'll realize like you've always been whatever she needed you to be. And that, I feel like that's what true love is. That's that's what we have in each other is we're always whatever the other one needs to be. I mean, there's days where I could smother her in her sleep. You know what I mean? There's, there's those days where she's like, I could just unplug his CPAP machine. Maybe he'll suffocate, you know, You're like we have those moments but at the same time, we love each other. We wouldn't do it but we, boy the fuck do we think about it, you know? But we love each other. <laughs> we love each other, but it, it, you got to have a little bit of tolerate bullshit. You know, If you can't tolerate bullshit, you'll never work. If you expect, if you expect going into a relationship to this is going to be fantastic and only fantastic forever, you're going to be miserable. We went into the snow and this is going to be fucked up. She knew who I was. I was <laughs> the tail end of my drug addiction when we got together, and she had a kid already. She knew what she was getting into. And I knew that I was getting with somebody who was, uh, you know, young, had kids. was going to be a problem for my social life. <laughs> and it took a lot of years. But now we're at this point where we're like this. I can have people over. I can talk. I can be social. I can go to social events. I can go out to the bar. I can do what I want. And we have a trust now. You have to build that. It doesn't come overnight. Yeah. You have to build that. I had to earn it because I was not a trustworthy person when we got together. I was a piece of shit. So I, I think the thing I, that draws me most to her is just the fact that, we've always had each other's back. That's you know what good. I mean? We're, we're a fucking team. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So I'm out of questions. I you was, had a list of questions? Those were the four <laughs> questions I had. Yeah, no, I literally, I worked 55 minutes he on He has court. a
1: notebook <laughs> and there's like four scribbled <laughs> questions. Four
0: scribbled. I crossed a few out that I knew you wouldn't like. So, <laughs> awful, awful. Um, So uh, where are we at? So look, look at where we're at in this world. Okay. We're, we're two weeks from an election, right? The world's pretty good, I'd say. I think the world's fine. Also, pretty also, fucked up. Also, it's pretty bad. It's also I mean, pretty bad. I mean... It can be both. It's, it's exactly both. And, and that, more. That's what's beautiful about the time. You said this is a good time to be alive. This is a good time to be alive. Because as fucked up as the world is, it's also equally as beautiful and full of opportunity. It is quite amazing. It's amazing how much opportunity every individual in this world has and how much... Opposition to every individual in the yeah, world has it's equal. equal. It's, it's
1: both fucking equal. It, it's it really as hard and awesome for at everybody. Time. <laughs> yeah. It's for everybody.
0: <laughs> like, like I mean, like no other time in in uh, the last hundred years, being a straight white man has had as much scrutiny as it has right now. And I'm not upset by it. I get it. I, I'm a straight white man, I was, uh, we had a good run. You know, it's it's been fun. I get it. You guys have every reason. I understand. I ain't mad. I enjoyed my 32 years on top. I'll, I'll play second fiddle. I'm not upset by it. You know, I just, we deserve this. I don't personally deserve this, but I understand why we're in this moment in history where people are like, hey, man, you're the enemy. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You know, but it's a good opportunity for me to also keep trying to be a better person. Show people I'm not the enemy. Not every person of my whatever. We're going to be on that spectrum. Give you five years where we have to prove we're not the enemy. I'm not a savage. I'm not, you know, what What every other race has had to do to white people, we're going to have to do to everybody else now. To every other community, we're on a, we're, give it five, ten years tops. We're going to keep having to prove ourselves. Like, I'm not like everyone else, I promise. You know, and it's a good place. It's a good, for all types of people, it is a good place to constantly have to prove yourself, constantly have to prove your worth. If you don't have to do that every day, good for you but also i don't think you're reaching your full potential if you don't have to constantly prove that you're worth everything you're doing that's a really good point that's a really good point you know if um you get to the top of
1: your field or you get to a place where you feel it's the top of your field yeah that's it man there's another plateau you know what i mean don't you can't think that that's the farthest you've gone and you know how is your psyche going to feel if you tell yourself that this is I've got to the top of the well, mountain, it's, man. It's not just you know? that. It's,
0: it's, it's the same with everything. It's like we were talking about relationships a minute ago. If you get with a girl and you get complacent and you don't have to keep proving you're worth being with, that you choose them every day, that you're a person who's worth spending their life with, sure, it will go badly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You get too complacent in anything, career, goals, fatherhood, relationships. It's work, it, right? It's work. work. Every bit of this is work.
1: So every bit of your social relationships, every 100%. bit of your relationship to the community that you live in, your yep. relationship to you know, the country that you live in, right. it all depends on what you put into it and how you go at it
0: every day. Well, you want to be successful in that 100% endeavor you know that's what i've been trying to i mean i've told you i've been reaching out to a lot of people i haven't talked to in a long time sure i've been trying to rekindle old friendships where it's just like more of an acquaintanceship now sure and like i like i said earlier like you could have a friendship where you don't have to talk every day but
1: you can know that you guys are good but if you you reach out
0: once every couple weeks have an hour-long conversation catch up show them that you care sure those people are always going to be there sure if you don't that's when you lose friends that's when it's like do they even care I mean I mean the shoe fits on both feet, you know, them you, but if you're the person who tries to consistently more reach out and just see how somebody's doing, it reminds them that, like, hey, this person cares. Oh yeah. You can be the guy that they can count on because you're consistent. That's what I've been trying to do more in this year is is just try to be more consistent with the relationships I build. And I mean I've had friends for ten years or fucking twenty years that I haven't talked to for ten. Yeah. And this year, I mean my brother Thomas came out and stayed with us. I hadn't seen him in nine years, or eight years. The last time I saw him was three hours, the, the week Jocelyn was born, my youngest. Three hours, he was gone. Came down, met my kid, and gone. Not because not he didn't want to spend more time, but busy people, that's the time he had to give me. But neither one of us was making any kind of effort. You know what I mean? And, and that's, I think, the biggest problem as you get older is you get too wrapped up in your own shit. You don't make an effort. If you have a, a business and a career path, you spend too much time working on that not enough time working with your kids, not enough time working with your loved ones. Spend more time building other people that will help you build yourself. That's a great point. Yeah. If you help others build themselves, that's going to build you that hundred percent. It'll yeah. build you every time. The, the more you build other people, that's what you need to be proud of. That's what makes you a better person is if you build other people up, like support if you support you know, yeah. support
1: your friends' projects. Oh, Correct. my friend has a band; they're going to play tonight. What do I do? Or I a tell, podcast? I tell everybody. I tell everybody that such and such is happening at such and such a time. You yeah. know, let people know what's going on in the community that don't even know your friend. You know?
0: Perfect. So, how are you feeling on an everyday basis?
1: Every day, I'm feeling really great. Really great. Yeah i I live every day like it's might be my last day. So, I figure I might as well just be happy. Um and I'm happy all
0: the time. God, we're so different. I get to do I get to do stuff. <laughs> we are that so I like different. all the time. I treat every day you know, like it. it's like I have a million years left. <laughs> it's like no rush.
1: No rush. I I want to get stuff
0: done. Oh, and, I mean and I, it makes
1: me happy to do that. It makes me happy to be active. It makes me happy to, you know, be with someone that I love, you know, oh, my wife. Sure, it sure. Makes me happy to do active stuff in the community. It makes me happy to learn, it makes me happy to make art all the time. So I'm I'm I great like staying busy.
0: Like as long as I'm staying busy. Like it, it I try to stay busy every single day with dumb stuff. Like I'm just like today I'm going to do my laundry. Today I'm going to write some stuff. Today I'm going to do this. I just like staying busy. Idle hands in idle time suck. I get so bored, man. Boredom is like it's like a cancer. You know, like if I'm bored, I'm just like dying. Like, I feel like I'm dying if I'm bored. I think boredom is great. I think boredom is something that people
1: need to have. I think you need to have that experience, man. Boredom sucks, man. Yeah, you need to have it so then you can make inspiration happen. You need to be bored so that you can become creative with that free space, man. I love being oh, I hate bored. Free space. I love that, being that's bored. That's why you're into the arts, man. Because, like, oh, yeah. boredom
0: is like, a, oh, hey, let me do something creative. For me, I, I mean, I still do that. I try to write, I try to just do stuff, work on things, keep my hands busy, paint. I mean, we did this whole thing in a couple weeks. You, you mean, like, paint a wall, not like paint a pretty picture? Oh, no. I, hey, this is very pretty. <laughs> you use some something. Pretty walls. It's pretty walls, but I, I, I like just staying busy, man. Like, at work, if I get bored, you know what I do? I make calls. Yeah. I market. That's right. I do, I talk to people. That's, that's my forte is like talking. I just like talking. So you
1: like talking, huh? I hate silence. So you like to talk though. I hate silence. So since you're talking into a microphone with some headsets on, um, why, why Why are we doing
0: this? Why are we doing this? Uh, why,
1: why are we going to be talking to people? You like to talk, so that's nice. But that's, well, that's what's the, the main reason for what's me? The, <laughs> I like is, is the sound that, my voice. Is yep. that the main reason? That's <laughs> yes. exactly what my yes. question is. I, what so, are your goals for starting this podcast?
0: Uh, my goals are just to just to talk to people, interesting people, bring people together, make people feel like it's okay to disagree. Again, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't have to be a hateful dispute. Can I
1: can I stop you for one second? Yeah. You said to talk to people. So, are we gonna have guests on?
0: Oh, we're hundred percent gonna. You think I want to spend my entire every Sunday talking to you? No. Is I that don't. what it's gonna be? <laughs> every single no, podcast God, I is only, you to me. No. I can only talk to you so much. No. <laughs> no. I, just bringing interesting people from the community, business owners, people you know, in politics, local government, city council members. I, I, I really hope to have really prolific guests on here who have something to say to the youth, something to say to the viewers. Positive criticisms on where where we're going as a society, where we're going as a community. People who have different political views, different standpoints on everything. I love disagreeing with people. It's my favorite thing. I love it. People can't do that anymore. I I love just going, nah, you're wrong, Mm-mm. and then telling them all the reasons they're wrong. And then other people are like, you're so mean. How can you say I'm wrong? That's who I am as a person. You're not that person. Those are your views. Those are your views, and that's fine. Like, if somebody's like, hey, I think the best movie in the world is Napoleon Dynamite, I'm going to tell them, you're fucking wrong. It's an okay movie. I wouldn't say it's nearly anywhere near the top. There are such better cinematic adventures and and award-winning, life-changing movies, things that you walk away from as a different person. Nobody walked away from Napoleon Dynamite as a different person. And if you did, you're a piece of shit. That's all I'm saying. If you walked away from Napoleon Dynamite, a different human being than when you got there, there is something fundamentally wrong with you as a person. Okay. So that, that's just the types of conversations I want to have with people It's yeah. like, what changed you? What makes you think those things you think, whatever, whether it's political, whether it's your favorite movie, what makes those the things you feel are true? Because I will probably disagree with you because I'm a totally different person. That's sure. the thing. We are different people. It's okay to not be the same person. Too many people don't feel that way.
1: So I think it's going to be interesting because the format that we're going to put forth for the listeners, you know, we can do some foreshadowing for what they're going to hear in the future. Mm-hmm. It's going to be you and me. Yes. Talking. We're going to be having a guest on
0: pretty much every episode. Yeah, Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, I'm there might be some. That. There might be some downtime. We might
1: have a really prolific guest where we have a really, really deep conversation, and then the next week we might just have me and you talking about
0: that conversation.
1: Maybe, maybe.
0: Why not? We might have a guest that has nothing prolific to say, but yeah. brings some entertainment and to the table. We and we probably
1: fine. will. We're gonna have a nice balance. Of, <laughs> I know a few. I would people. <laughs> like to have some entertaining people on that just sound kind of funny. Yeah. In thoughts? Yeah. I'd like to have some serious people on.
0: I just want everybody listening to know if you're ever going to come on the podcast, just fully expect some debates, you know? Don't come here thinking you're going to be the smartest guy at the table. You might be, but I, mean, I, I know a ton of untruths. I know so many unfacts, and yeah. I will I will flood your facts with unfacts, and you, I'll be wrong. That's fine. I'm fine with being wrong, but I also don't want you to think, don't get cocky. Be humble. I don't know anything, and you probably don't either. That's a good point. Yeah. A lot of people can... Um
1: Form an opinion on something and hold that opinion, like make that a part of their 100% essence, you know, Yeah, but you know, your opinion could probably or maybe be based on a
0: falsehood. There's or, a whole you know, generation of people that thought an egg a day kept the doctor away. And oh, that yeah. Was a real, and then there was a whole generation of people that was like, that gives you high cholesterol and you'll die. And now they're like, eggs are healthy again. So, I mean, sure. it's, Pluto's a planet. Pluto's not a planet. We don't know anything. Scientists don't even know anything. There's, nobody knows anything. We're all guessing. Everybody's For, guessing about everything. Even if you're an expert in your field, you're basically just an informed guess. Sure. sure. That's all it is. You know,
1: they allowed and practiced lobotomy. All the way up until, I think, like the middle 1970s. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's really brutal. Archaic. Just super archaic, terrible You know what they would do? They would take a really, like an ice pick. Yeah, ice pick lobotomies. You know, right through your eyeball. Yeah. Well, the area next to your eyeball. And it would just go straight through your skull. And they'd muck around in there for a little bit. Oh, that's
0: that's not even the extent of it. So,
1: do you know what hysteria is? It's just like um, something... That means you're a little crazy. or Yeah, something, you're right? not socially you just normal. You're just not socially sure.
0: normal. So they used to treat women with hysteria medically with masturbation. 100% this is true. This is a true statement. They would like, like basically force masturbation on mental patients who were female who they considered to have hysteria. So that's the thing that me- medicine and, and practice the, the whole world. We're all just guessing. And there's fucked up people sometimes behind the wheel that make <laughs> terrible decisions. They're just like, I don't know, drink bleach. I don't know. We'll do whatever. They, they just make bad decisions, bad suggestions, and people suffer because of it. I don't want to be that guy. But also, I will tell you about those guys. <laughs> like <laughs> they exist by the troves. And that's that's what we're existing in. And, and people don't realize In a pandemic, in an election, in a weird racial socioeconomic climate that we're in right now, we're all just making the decisions we're making and and nobody's right. Nobody is on the right side. Well, I think
1: you have to really put, you know, whatever you're thinking about in the right perspective, or you have to be able to look at a situation from a different perspective. And that's what... One of my goals will be in having this podcast, I'd like to be able to talk to people that have a completely different perspective on life than
0: I do. Well, The whole thing is, man, so like if you say A and I say Z, the truth and the best practice is probably somewhere in the middle. It might not be smack dab in the center, but if you're like A, 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 and I'm like Z, 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 somewhere in the middle, there's a whole lot of room to meet. And that's probably actually the best option. Cool. It's like if you see an injured person and analogy. they're like, we should just stitch them up. And someone else is like, we should take off the arm. Somewhere in the middle is probably the best choice. Probably needs more than just some stitches. Maybe we don't need to lose the whole arm. But, you know, there, there's probably something in the middle that needs to be done. And that's that's where I think as a society we've failed in the last several years is people don't want to have those conversations. They don't want to meet in the middle. It's either your way, my way, that's it. And too many people are like, if you don't agree with me. You're the enemy. You're not the enemy. You're just a different person. You're just a different person. If your favorite food is mac and cheese, that doesn't have to be my favorite food because I'm not that poor, and I can afford better food. I can have a ribeye once in a while, and I like that a lot. You know what I mean? So it's just because, you know, your favorite food is whatever, or your favorite restaurant is whatever, your favorite sports team. I don't like sports. You're like, I'm a Niners fan. I'm just like, I don't fucking even know what that means. I don't want sports. So that's, I know that that Nike guy did some stuff on the Nike that's what i know about the niners we don't all have to agree on everything and that's
1: fine you know could you imagine a world where we did
0: yeah no i don't that's think that's insane. proper. that's I, insane you
1: know i really don't like that and i've been all over this country and i really love finding out what's different in a different town well a different and especially part of the like country. you as it's an artist so amazing you
0: as an artist if every person on earth agreed about what was the best art? Oh my God, the world would be so boring. There would be no room for new art. So There'd be boring. no room for uh, experimental art, any kind of you know expression, because everybody's just like, we like art about puppies. Gosh, and it's like, oh, there would be no, no room, room thought, for no any free thought. Conversation, no movies. Some of the weirdest and coolest movies I've seen have been so out there that like they're extremely artistic, they're extremely ahead of their time. And they don't follow any norms. If you watch the movies from the last 10 years, they don't fall into that category. And that's what makes them great. And that's what makes art forms great is being able to break away from the norms that you're seeing every day. If you literally just had Marvel movies or any kind of superhero movies come out and that's all that came out, you get pretty fucking bored of it. If all you ate was Top Ramen, yeah, Top Ramen's good. Not speaking shit on Top Ramen. I've been there. I love it. Still eat it today. But if that was three meals a day, seven days a week, Five years, I couldn't need it anymore. Yeah. I need some variety. And if everybody was just like, no, this is this is all that we do. We just do this. You, you lose a lot of progression. I mean, look at all the innovations we've made in, in tech and science and phones and everything we've made. If everybody was just like, eh, this is good enough. This no, is, innovation happens because. Because people are like, I don't agree with what we have. Totally. I want new. I want better. I totally. want definitely better. If medicine was just like. These ice pick lobotomies are working fine. We would still be bloodletting. Yeah, just leeches and ice pick lobotomies. I mean, like, come on. Like, we've come so far in so many fields, and it's all because people disagree. Somebody looked at ice pick lobotomies and was like, that's insane. Why are we doing this? There must be a better way. There's got to be a better way than just hammering an ice pick into the front of somebody's skull. And guess what? There was. And here we are. There's got to be a better way to communicate than carrier pigeon. Can you imagine if somebody was just like, I love carrier pigeons, you know? I'm just going to raise them. And, and like right now, like today, today's still society communicates if, if it was just like pigeons. people were just like that's it. If you think otherwise, that's an attack on all of our society because we have this thing and that's all we need. That's all we need. That's insane to think. If but that's where people are at now. It's like we don't want more. We don't want this. What we want more of is bullshit, arguments, is just a bunch of hypocrisies and and disagreements but without actual conversations on why we're disagreeing or coming up with a middle ground people just want to disagree to disagree without any grounds of like what do you expect like oh, if you're gonna a have a disagreement point. okay what do you expect from this disagreement if you have a debate you want to find common ground and be like oh shit didn't see it that way sure maybe maybe we're not so different yeah. maybe instead of hey let's do this and or this meet in the middle if it's like hey we only eat steak and you're we only eat vegetables. Why don't you have a balanced meal, you piece of shit, and to have some steak and vegetables together? You know, like have. <laughs> there's there's room to have these things, but people don't want to do that these days. That's all I'm saying. So, I wish people. That's that's. I think my biggest thing for this podcast is to have people on here who say to me, "Let's only eat vegetables." I want to have a vegan on and just tell them why they're wrong and just be like, "I I can't do that." It's, it sounds like it to might me, be good for you. But it's not good for me. It sounds like to me that you
1: want to have guests on that you berate. No, 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 not berate. Completely disagree To with just
0: tell them generally. Whatever your point is, that's great for you. So you just want to prove whoever we have but on it's here not wrong. For, no, 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 not wrong. Sure. Just to tell people if you're Catholic, that's great for you. It's not for everybody. If you're a Muslim, that's great for you. It's not for everybody. If you're a vegan, that's great for you. I'm glad you're doing that. Probably great. Not for me. Your life choices, your lifestyle, the things you do, do not have to be for other people. You do not have to project them and and expect because you do them and you find them so justified and right that everybody should follow suit. I think, though, that we should
1: respect people that want to live their life any way they want. Live your life
0: however you want. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me how to live your life. There you go. Because I'm not living your life. I'm living my life. Sure. And that's the thing. That's the whole thing with the respectfulness that we talked about. I want more people to know you can do whatever you want. I'm not anti anything. I'm not phobic of anything. I'm not hateful of any group of person. What I am? Well, no, that's not true. I'm hateful of people who think that I need to live the way that they live because they find some moral compass that that's the only way human beings should live. That might be great for you, but it's not great for me. I'm living my life the way that I know how. And I mean, I'm not doing a perfect job. I might take little pieces of what you say and be like, I could do better at this. I could find a common ground and be like, maybe I should meet some of this. I should find some spirituality. It might not be your religion, but I need to find some sort of higher purpose, something to uh, gravitate towards. You know, people find different things in all sorts of books, mythologies, things like that. But just because yours is yours does not mean it needs to be mine. You know, that's just to each their own. Sure. I'm glad that it works for people. Everybody has a different way. If you only eat carrots, that's phenomenal. I couldn't do it. More power to you. If you only eat carrots, don't you start to become orange? You become a, that's how Donald Trump, (laughs) (laughs) that's what we have for president, is a guy who only ate McDonald's fries and carrots for 74 years now. That sounds
1: like a really off-balanced. That can't be true. That's his whole diet. There's no way that's his. Whole <laughs> that's diet. his whole
0: diet. He just eats carrots, carrot shavings. Not even full carrots. Just carrot shavings sprinkled on McDonald's fries. That <laughs> sounds disgusting. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has a full head of hair, and you know, he's got a hot wife, so he's doing all right. And he's rich. Maybe I should. If start somebody, if somebody said to me, lot. if if he honest to God went on TV tomorrow and said, all I've ever done to be successful was eat carrot shavings and McDonald's fries. Look at me. I have a hot wife and billions of dollars, and I'm the president. I'd be like, maybe he's onto something. I should try. I'll eat a little bit more carrot shavings. Is all I'm saying. I won't <laughs> eat only exclusively because that's his life. But I <laughs> might. I will eat more. I will eat more. You know. I'll, I'll make the conscious decision to try to be better, <laughs> whatever better means. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, what what's your, what's your hope from all this? Like ultimately, you know, I, we're having guests. We're you know, what kind of guests? What types of guests would you like? <laughs>
1: I want to have people
0: that. Are influential
1: in the community. Oh. not only like our small community, our our town, our tri-state state area, our yeah. state. You
0: know, tri-state. You're um, going big,
1: baby. Sure. Well, we live in an area that's close to a couple other states. So.
0: Yeah. No Californians, though. It makes. I'm sense. just kidding. <laughs> I guess we'll allow you.
1: Well, you know, any. I don't care what state you're from. I'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us why your state is better than ours. That would be fantastic. But we're going to start by getting people that we know and people that are in our little circles, and we're going to start talking to people about you know, what they're doing in their life and how they're doing stuff to um, affect their community. That's going to be my main focus and my main question for the people that we bring on, and I really hope that we can bring on folks that can make me learn, Yeah, for sure. You know, I want to grow from this experience and I want to share these conversations with other people because maybe we can get an insight into something. So like me, you know that I'm an artist. We talked about that a little bit earlier. So you do the art. I like to listen to people that do a lot of art. I like to listen to interviews with people that are actors. I like to listen to interviews with writers, with, you know, um, any person that creates something even if they are just a marketing expert, you know, you're creating something by doing that. Yeah. I want to be able to talk to people that create things. I want to know what makes these people tick because what I can do is I can imagine or I can synthesize their ideas and I can relate that to my life. Okay. So my thoughts with our conversations are how can I relate what this person is bringing to the table to my own life? And maybe others that are listening can relate these stories to their lives as well. Because I want this to uplift our audience, and I want our show to be a bit of a beacon for intelligent thought, forward-thinking progression, man. Can we have Creativity. some
0: unintelligent thoughts too? Because I feel
1: like there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a important. lot of, a think, of unintelligent thoughts. I think thought. that is important to have too, <laughs> man. I totally think that's very important to have. So, like you were saying, a man, balance of everything I think would be really interesting, and I think that's what. Um, our audience can look forward
0: to. You said something I thought was interesting. No, I didn't. No, you did. You did. You you said, I mean, you said a lot of things I was not interested in. Mostly. (laughs) But the one thing that was interesting to me was you said, you know, people who are doing things for their community. And when you said that, I was like, fuck, I've never done anything for my community. You've never done anything for your (laughs) community. This this is my thing, I guess, for the community. So I, I finally had a position in my life where I'm like, I should do something for me. But for me, is also like giving the community entertainment, giving members of the community a place to go and a thing to do. So that's why we're doing this. For me, And now that you've said that, I'm like, oh no, it's far more prolific than just my fart jokes. And, and it's it's, <laughs> it's a little, it's hopefully, a, it's a little bit. I'm, I'm there, sure I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot there's of there's going to be jokes. some fart jokes, dick jokes. Uh, you know, terrible, terrible, terrible taste. Because you're not, funny. You're uh, not funny. I mean, to each their own. <laughs> uh, there's going to be wildly offensive things that said in bad taste i'm sure i'm sure i don't have it in me not to say them probably warning 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 Warning. if something (laughs) terrible happens in the world because i am going to immediately say something i'll regret five years from now that'll be brought up when i'm more popular that's fine Uh, i i won't regret it i'll I'll still say now that was funny um but i'm gonna say (laughs) you
1: i would like to share a little bit of um knowledge about you with our audience said it don't have um, any kind of filter and you I do. You I really I have don't I have, have, much. have a filter. Okay, so I you know. have a small bit of a filter.
0: I've seen you around your children. You don't no. have. <sighs> what I'm saying is if something, if, if if we watch a terrible story about somebody dying tragically tomorrow, I will find a way to make a joke about it. Yeah. And it's not at their expense. Maybe, maybe it is if they died in a hilarious way. Yeah, it's at their expense. I mean, if you put a balloon in your ass and you float to the moon, explode, explode, by anal balloon, that's fucking funny. There's reasons to laugh. But, a man is still dead. Okay, tell me this.
1: When is there no reason to laugh?
0: Never. Yeah, that's, no, right. Yeah, no, there's, that's, right, that's right. There's never there's anything not. on this earth that is not worth poking fun of. I um, would like at all, to... At all. Any disease, any disability, any race, any anything. It, if you don't make fun of it, it's not equal. If, if, some, if somebody wants to say you can't make fun of that, you're basically saying that that's not equal to everybody else. And I find that absolutely appalling. We live in a society where everybody's treated equal. Everybody should be created equal and treated as such. So if, if we're all equal, then we all get fucking joked about. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I mean, if I, if I can joke about a white woman in heels, I can joke about anything. You know, I can joke about a gay guy crossing the street eccentrically. I can joke about anybody of any race without specifically saying like that whole you know, if you, if you just don't make it about a whole group of people as a whole, then you're not being a dick. I mean, but I mean, if, if, if you're a black guy and you're crossing the street in a funny way and I'm like, ha <laughs> look at that guy. Somebody's like, you can't say that. He's black. No, I can't, but he's not just every he's that guy is not every black guy. That guy is a guy in an orange hat and a tutu who's clapping his hands across the road. I mean, there's a difference in human beings. We're all different. No matter what race you are, you are different than everybody else of your race. You are not everybody that fits into your category. If you're a straight white man, you are not every straight white man. I'm not Donald Trump by a long shot. I'm not the president. I'm not orange. I was just going to say you're not orange. I'm not orange. I'm not You're a su- totally different race. I'm not successful. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, total failure, broke as shit, you know, starving artist. He's not starving, I guarantee you. Look no. at him. He's a heavy set guy with a huge bank Is account. Is he our... Largest president? I don't know. Probably not. I, I mean, you look over Cleveland. No, I was, was going to say Theodore Roosevelt was pretty big. No, guy. No, I think Trump was, is big. Chubbs chunk is chunk. T- Teddy, Teddy. <laughs> chunk. Donald Chunk. <laughs> is that a any- new Donald Chunk? Hey, do the truffle shuffle. That's, that should be something. Somebody says. I swear to God, if nobody says that at the next like Trump debate, just
1: oh. Do the truffle shuffle
0: I want to hear it in the backgrounds. I want somebody to just treat him like he's chunk grown up, please that's if nothing else happens from this that's that's the best thing from this podcast is now that's what I'm gonna think that's that kid grown up. I hope same that same guy
1: I hope that one day before um, he's not the president anymore or you know
0: one day before he dies, I would like for him to publicly do the truffle shuffle, shuffle. that would be amazing. just once that would be amazing so i I think is that all of our time is We're getting pretty close to the time. We got four minutes left. We got four minutes left. So I guess we can
1: take this time to we just let the audience know what to expect coming up. We're going to be premiering our first episode pretty soon. You want to share with the audience when our first uh, time is going to
0: be, when our first day to premiere will be? I will not give the audience a definitive date. Okay, (laughs) because uh, we're all busy guys, and I don't want to put that kind of pressure on anybody right now at a new thing. But uh, it will be in the next two weeks. Um, We're going to be premiering both episodes in the next two weeks one some clips another one um and then uh, there is going to be a surprise a surprise special coming up right before uh, a certain um very important date at the beginning of november that you guys might have heard of it's something that everybody's telling you about right now you know there's stuff in the mail there's polls open there's two old white guys you know claiming they uh reign of tyranny over an entire country, we're going to be posting some stuff about that too. So, you know, and about the terrible, terrible, terrible choices we've made as a country to get to this point. So, or good choices, I mean. (laughs) Sure, yeah, we don't know, I don't know. know. The next four years will tell, (laughs) you know, no matter who you vote for, it's either going to be really good, really bad, either either way, I mean, if they do everything they promised, that would be the first time in history. And then
1: after that episode, I think we're going to start to have some guests on. Yes. It'll be nice. Yeah. Start to get into the flow of talking to other people and bringing a third wheel into these, you know, ridiculous conversations.
0: Yeah. I heard you got Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon.
1: No, I don't. He's not living. Was it
0: the other? He's not living. anymore. Oh, no. It's Kurt Cobain. He's also not living. Oh, I thought you said you had a grunge legend. My bad. No. No. that would be nice. Oh, no, you said you had a grungy guy from under the bridge. That's I what you said. Okay, sorry, my bad. He's not going to be on. Oh, he's, Things he, have changed. You can't even make it? The he hobo? can't make it. Okay, well, you know, that's the success we have going on. How long are our episodes going to be? One hour to hour 30, maybe? Sure, maybe two, two hours. Two tops, tops. Maybe. We'll I see. mean, as time goes on. Sure. Yeah. But definitely an hour to two hours these first Never less. Never never less less than an hour. I
1: I will commit well. Well, well, I mean, 57 minutes, is that an hour?
0: I'm saying if if you're boring, I just want to say if you see an episode that's only 57 minutes, chances are the the interview guest was boring. (laughs) We cut it short because we were done talking to that guy or gal, either way. If we cut it at 55, you know you're toast. You know your toast
1: sounds like a really good punchline to a really bad joke.
0: No, that's a breakfast trivia game. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and welcome to you know your toast. How well do you know your toast? Name it. Sourdough. Specifically,
1: I don't know the toast. I Jim's Bakery on yeah. Second <laughs> Sourdough,
0: one half inch thick with a butter glazed jam. You have to know your toast if you're going to be on the show. <laughs> so we're, we're, that was a dumb joke. I'm sorry, everybody. But uh, get used to it. Get, you get you get used there to it. There will be there's going to be of those very, dumb, very jokes. dumb jokes. There's going to be better ones, hopefully. Uh, yeah. That's not the best I have. <laughs> I'd say close. Pretty, I heard one. Um, <laughs> I heard.
1: I heard. So so we we started talking about um your my terrible jokes, budding comedic career. Yes. Yeah, so and you want me to
0: throw some? No. Oh, uh, you want me to throw some? No, no, no. We're to end, end the you episode can, with terrible jokes. You can save him for it for maybe.
1: <laughs> but yes, I think we should
0: just start throwing out. Throwing out my early, my, before I even start doing stand-up, just throw my jokes on here, see what people say.
1: I think you can, um, but first I wanted to let the audience know that, um, so we started like really talking about this last year, at the beginning of this year, kind of, um, so you were like, I'm going to start writing, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you just started writing, you know,
0: for like a whole week straight, I would like 18, straight. I had 18 pages front just and back. bunches bunch of, of stuff. Shit that's happened to me, shit sure. I find funny, jokes that I've made over the years. So you started writing. Yeah, I had a ton. I had probably probably an hour's worth of material. Oh. Yeah. It could have been good. It could have... Probably not. We'll never know, though. I didn't even get to read it. No. What happened to it? Uh, so I left it on the counter, and I had a puppy, and the puppy ate it. My dog ate my homework, <laughs> and uh, now, I, now I'm now i back to square one. I'm uh, back to <laughs> writing into a, a larger notebook that I keep out here so that uh, the dog doesn't come out here, doesn't need my homework anymore. So. <laughs> so, you know, and then
1: COVID happened, so you can't really perform live, so... Oh, we, I can now. I'm just, well, I'm asked, just a pussy. And when I it happened, yeah, though. yeah. You know? When it happened, I was
0: actually. This was just, right when we were gonna start, you know, getting. I had that material, and I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, or acquaintance of mine, who does stand up out here in Mojave County. I won't say his name until he's on the show at some point because I hope to get him. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm doing this show down at uh down at the Juke Joint, the local spot. You should come down." And I was like, "Yeah, what time does it start?" And he's like, "8:30." And I was like, "I can't make it." <laughs> just if he's listening. I could have made it, and I was really scared, and I'm really nervous. Oh, you said you were nervous to go talk to people? Yeah, I'm nervous, I'm nervous because this is something I've always wanted to do, and if if you're not scared of chasing your dreams, then you're not dreaming big enough, so for me, yeah, I, I gotta say that I'm, you know, I get
1: nervous, I get afraid when I do new ventures, and I ride that feeling, and I really use it to energize me, you know,
0: that's what I'm hoping this is for me. As <laughs> I'm hoping that I get people who are also funny. I have a few friends that I I, I know for sure. You, one, you have other friends? No, but <laughs> one. Uh, but another friend of mine has done some stand up out here, and uh, he, I was talking to him, and he said for sure he will be on the podcast within the first several episodes. Perfect. So. Uh, I think once I get him on and I start talking to him more and bouncing some jokes around him, I think I'm just going to go for it. I mean, the local sets—it's nothing big. It's not sure. like a, it's not like a Netflix special or anything. It's sure. five ten minutes. Yeah. I feel like I can say five ten minutes of funny so, shit. So, so the problem gonna, is, can I say five ten minutes of funny shit that people haven't heard consistently week in week out? Oh yeah, because you, if you'll I do it one out, week and I go back the stuff. next week, I need new shit. You always need new. So stuff. it's going to be constantly writing sure. ten minute bits be fine. week at a time.
1: So you're going to try to use this podcast as a way to, you know. And start to introduce people to to yourself?
0: Uh, yes, and just to make myself more comfortable talking. Oh, like, cool. uh, I mean, not that I've ever had a problem with public speaking, but I mean, when the lights hit you and you got people, you know, you're in a microphone and I've sure. never never performed like that. You know, I was in a band and stuff, but I was not the singer. I was just the guy on the bass yeah. in the background, you know, like nobody noticed me. <laughs> so it's 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 a different thing. And I'm hoping... Eh, if I fail, I fail, you know yeah, what I mean? Fuck right. it. <laughs> <laughs> At least I tried. I'd rather fail than, than be, you know, 80 years old and be like, what if I was funny once? Like, you know, I what knew I mean? was funny. I they knew. told me I could have been funny, <laughs> could have been a contender. <laughs> yeah. But they never did it. So for me, there's so many things I hope from this and I'm just really stoked. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just really happy to be here. You guys, <laughs> If nothing else, you know, sharing these moments with you. Nothing better. So I think that's the time. I'm I'm about done. I'm spent. It's late. It's later than normal for me and for these uh, other gentlemen here. So uh, to the listeners, stay well. Keep your distance. Wear your mask or not. It's your choice or not, depending on what county you're in or what facility you're in. But Be kind. Be kind to each other.